here's the thing. If you want to be an investor and you want to be successful, you can't do everything yourself. Yeah. You can't know everything. Like you can't have the answer to every question. Nobody does. But if you have the right people on your team, mm -hmm. you've assembled that together, you have a good relationship with them, you can do anything because that's really what the job of an investor is, is to have strong support all around. Welcome to For Rent, conversations to better the rental industry. I'm your host, Mackenzie Wilson. Whether you're a first-time homeowner, an accidental landlord, a seasoned investor, or perhaps just a curious tenant, this is the podcast for you. Join the conversations. We cover best practices, industry news, and one-on-ones with thought leaders in the rental industry. We'll go deeper to uncover the lessons learned and get to the root cause of challenges facing the rental industry today. We'll empower you with the information you need to be a better landlord or a more informed tenant. Let's get to it. All right. So I've got Corey here. It's always kind of fun to have these conversations. Corey makes it a little bit more unique as he has a Facebook group like myself up and out the, the real estate industry. More of mine is focused here in Alberta. Corey's got an investing group across Canada. So Corey, thanks for hopping on the podcast with me today. Absolutely. Uh, happy to be here. Yeah. So for the people that don't know who Corey is, let's just start with a bit of a basic background. How did you get to having a Facebook group? I know you've had quite a journey through many different steps in the, the real estate industry. Yeah. I mean, uh, we started out, my wife and I started out just learning about investing. This was back in 2003, 2004. We became investors first and kind of the whole journey around that. Um, we were not in the in the financial position to be buying properties ourselves, but we kind of learned strategies so that we could uh, joint venture, we raised capital, we partnered with other people, and we ended up buying um, a significant amount of real estate back in 04, 05, 06, and 07. And obviously manage it since then and all of that sort of stuff. That kind of morphed into uh, starting a realtor, investor-focused realtor business. Did that for uh, up until 2018. We sold that company and we were kind of in the position of, okay, well, we have this experience of being an investor, being a landlord, you know, working with other investors as their realtor, um, giving them advice. Where can we take it from here? And so, you know, we start the Fearless uh, Real Estate Group on Facebook. And then we, we started growing that a little bit and we started our Ignited membership, which was, you know, kind of a mentorship and coaching program uh, that investors could learn the strategies of investing, learn the strategies of raising capital, learn how to do it right, the easy way, instead of everybody having to uh, pound it out on their own and figure it out on their own. And so, yeah, we've been doing that since uh, 2018. So it kind of gone full circle from investor to realtor to now mentor coaching clients all across Canada. So uh, there's a little summarization of uh, the go. journey, I guess. Well, I got a number of questions, but maybe my more of a, a self-serving one. What do you find is the most challenging part of running the whole Facebook group and just that whole kind of now you're in this more of the mentoring side of the business? Is there What's the most challenging part do you find about it? Well, you know, there's a lot of people out there that are just looking to get. They're looking to take. So, you know, my point of view from what it is that we're running is we're very, very careful on who we want to let in to our program, who we want to let into our group. And I think we deny requests uh, on a daily basis from, you know, there's a lot of people out there that just want to come in and take advantage of others. Unfortunately, mm -hmm. that's the world we live in nowadays, give bad advice and those sorts of things. So I kind of just I think the, the biggest challenge would be keeping on top of it and making sure that that stuff is not happening within our group. That's a big part of it. 
And, you know, there's challenges in the market. There's challenges in everyone talks nowadays about interest rate. These types of things, markets go up, markets go down. And, and so because we are dealing with people all across Canada, you know, some people might be in an up market and some people in a down market all at the same time. So how do you give a strong message of something that, you know, can hopefully work for everybody? Those are some of the challenges, I mm. suppose, to investors are finding nowadays. And of course, as a mentor, we're trying to help them through that. Yeah. I can definitely sympathize with maintaining the quality of the group by, by who you let in. I think that's what probably makes and breaks those good groups out there that have very focused conversations and they're very uh, pragmatic. And there's other times you get some in that's unfortunately very self-serving yeah. or you get perhaps, I know being in, in this rental housing space that we're in, you get tenants in there and their opinions versus, you know, facts from the law. And uh, mm -hmm. get to a toxic conversation quite fast. So I've watched what you guys have done for a while. And uh, you guys have done a great job maintaining that quality of conversation within the Facebook group. Well, I'd love to take credit for it, but it's the ones we have working with us that really are very vigilant on making sure that these things are nibbed in the butt pretty quick. So it's a lot of work, but hey, somebody's got to do it, right? <laughs> yeah. Awesome. And you guys have done the same thing and have the experience of dealing with that kind of stuff. And, you know, we've been watching your group with the same the same outlook and it's been great to see what you've done with it as well. So congrats on that. No, th thanks for, I appreciate it. Yeah. We're very complimentary because I purposely stayed away from what you guys are doing because it's a way more competitive space. There's investing sounds cool. It's very appealing. It's got a great sex appeal and <laughs> there's a lot of groups across the whole country that are doing it, but only a few, like I said, are doing it very well, but all these core strategies that we're going to probably talk about and we'll allude to, there's a, Pretty exciting event coming up here in Calgary coming in this fall. But all these strategies eventually relate back to the need for someone to buy and hold strategy to pay down the mortgage. And that requires tenants in some form or fashion, commercial, residential, doesn't matter. And I don't want to say it's overlooked, but like I've seen people build really good investment strategies or find great assets for the portfolio. And then like the fundamental operations just get they're just getting just getting killed on. Yeah, absolutely. And you uh, struck the nail on the head there by saying, you know, one of the first things that we tell people is when they're trying to decide where they're going to buy or what they're going to buy or what strategy they're going to use to buy it, it. Ultimately, one of the first questions they need to decide is what kind of tenant demographic do you want to work with? And what kind of tenant demographic do you want to work with for a long period of time? Because, yeah. you know, this is not real estate investing is not a get rich quick scheme. It is a get wealthy, very slow scheme. And so, you know, in order to stay in it long enough for, you know, cash flow to start to turn to wealth, you have to deal with tenants. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And like, just to kind of riff on what you're saying, the Corey too, is, is know your demographic. And usually it's people get maybe one or two layers down, but you can get far more granular. And it's this relationship that you're getting. It is kind of like Dean in the sense that they're going to be working with this demographic for a very long time. So you don't want to be in a position where if you time the phone rings, your skin crawls, and you don't want to pick it up. You'll, you'll burn out quickly. You won't last. And again, time in this industry or space is where the wealth comes from. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, quite frankly, our tenants are our best clients, right? Like this is somebody that is using our product, which is a house or a property of some sort, mm -hmm. using our product for potentially years, taking care of it for us for years long enough so that our mortgages get paid down and the values end up increasing. And, you know, they're paying us on a monthly basis to do this. 
So, you know, the whole perspective of looking at what a tenant is and what a landlord is, I think, you know, in a lot of cases need to change in a lot of people's minds. You know, you think, well, I don't want to deal with tenants. Well, tenants can be the best clients you could possibly ever have. It's just a matter of choosing the right ones, right? Yeah, yeah. And, you know, on that kind of mindset note in this industry, and I'm just, again, pretty excited about what we're going to be doing up in this fall here is... It's one of the most challenging entrepreneurial spaces, I think, to be in. And my take on it is you've got this balancing act as a homeowner or a landlord where you've got a huge capital investment, probably the most expensive single asset that you own, or at least it's up there. And in a very short period of time, you have to go and vet and find someone, complete stranger off the street, and give complete control of this most expensive thing you've ever owned. It's just it's this balancing act of high capital investment And at the same time, there's expectations from this client or customer who they're going to rent and call your place their home. And as they should be, it's a basic need. They're going to have high expectations of this place. So it's this act of customer service, managing something that's very expensive and all these things combined. And and I think what a lot of people probably get hung up when they first come in the space is just the regulation around our industry. There's a ton of it. And simple mistakes get exaggerated to costly outcomes. That's one way to put it. Yeah, absolutely. So the more vetting of our clients, our tenants ahead of time, and that's that's one of the things where we've personally, we've used single key actually a lot because that makes the whole process so much simpler. I mean, I wish we would have had that 10, 15 years ago, oh, but for we sure. didn't. But you know, nowadays to be able to go through that process and make it so much easier as to whether this is somebody you want to hand over that asset to for a long period of time. Yeah, uh, that's priceless, really. Yeah, well, and this is my MO. I'm so focused on this part because 90% of your work's done up front in this rental industry. The tenancy is really, it's like cruise control. Once you set it, you do some inspections, do some repairs here and there. There's renewal coming up, perhaps a little appreciation at Christmas time or if there's a birthday event, something like that, just to maintain the relationship. But it's all that work's done up front. And I mean, I would assume similarly why I got into this business was to provide for my family. It was to build that wealth, that, that nest egg over time. But what I quickly learned and realized what I really enjoyed was providing this quality place that someone's proud to call home. And then seeing, I guess, a bit of this, this stereotypical turmoil that the, the media definitely focuses on. But with a little bit of education, it can just go a long way to help people both gain their financial certainty and at the same time, provide more quality housing stock to the market that needs it the most. I just kind of wanted to talk shop with you, Corey, because I know we're kind of doing these similar but dissimilar things with the, the Facebook groups. And just, I always like to connect with people in the industry and see what's going on and what, kind of what you guys got on the horizon. So is there anything going forward? I mean, I guess, hey, let's talk about the event. So I'd have to give credit. I got looped in by um, Brett, who's kind of the glue of this event. And then I think leveraging your guys' quality membership as well, what we can bring to the table, kind of made something special. And it's like a first event, really an investment focused in-person event here in Alberta since COVID, which is just weird mm-hmm. to say in 2023 that this is the first time event of this size is even going to take place, which I'm really excited for. Yeah. You know what? It's been a long time coming. You know, there's an endless amount, ours included, of virtual online type events. But to have something in person where you can, you know, actually meet somebody uh, face-to-face, shake their hand, you know, have the time to have a conversation, have the time to maybe learn a little bit of stuff from experts that you didn't know before. And that's kind of the whole point of it is, you know, and, and one of the reasons why we call our group Fearless is because the idea is there's a lot of fear in becoming a real estate investor. We've already talked about 
you know, the fear that tenants can bring to the mm -hmm. equation, but there's a lot of other fears like interest rates. There's fears like vacancy. There's fears like, I mean, we can go on and on and on, but you know, if we approach this like a business, if we approach this following a system that can reduce those fears substantially and give us the opportunity to make money at this, mm -hmm. give us the opportunity to build wealth, generational type wealth, if we choose to take it further. So our event, meeting in person, meeting the experts, we're really looking forward to it because did you want me to run through some of the topics we're going to yeah, be talking let, about at the event? No, let's put them on the table. Okay. This is going to be cool. So we're going to, number one, talk about what is a fearless investor? How can we reduce the fear when it comes to this? How do we analyze a property the right way from the beginning so that we're, you know, we're buying the right stuff? Uh, because this event is in Calgary, we're going to be focused a little bit on the Alberta slash Calgary market. Mm -hmm. You know, what kind of opportunities are happening? What kind of cash flow can you see these days? You know, what communities would be ones to maybe focus in on? In fact, we have um, some guest speakers coming in that are actually going to speak about from the Department of Economics within the city uh, and the province. And they're going to give their point of view is what's happening here? Why are we seeing rents go up? Why are we seeing values go up? And why is this a good time to be getting in? We're going to talk about how to raise capital and make it easy. What strategies for investing work in 2023? You know, what might have worked last year, the year before, or five years ago, or 10 years ago may not work today. So how do we pivot? Those are some of the topics. And we're going to have a couple panel discussions too with, you know, experts within the industry. And we're going to be talking to people that are mortgage brokers. We're going to talk to a lawyer. We're going to be talking to a realtor, investor-focused realtor. We're going to be talking to investors that are currently buying and selling right now. What are they seeing? What's working? What's not working? So I can go on and on and on about more of the topics that we're doing, but I would say that's a highlight of some of the things that we're going to be talking about cool. at this event. And I think what's really cool that's never been done before to our knowledge is this is taking place in a movie theater which means we're going to have a big screen behind us that is going to have some interactive activities for our attendees. We're going to have some polls thrown up there. We're going to be uh, having a lot of fun with it. We're going to be doing a lot of networking, getting to know one another. How do we have these conversations? What questions do we ask? So I don't know about you, Mackenzie, but I'm the type of person that's a little bit shy, to be honest with you, when I go to one of these events. When I hear the word networking, I'm like, okay, I'll go to a different event. Uh, because I've always been that shy type of person, but when we get introduced to it the right way, when we know how to start a conversation, when we know questions to ask, mm -hmm. to get that conversation going, it makes it so much easier. So we're going to be practicing that at the event too. And I know for a fact that many relationships are going to be created at this event, relationships that can help investors become successful long-term. And so you know, if anybody who's listening to this or watching this is thinking about whether this event is right for them or not, if you are an investor or you own properties or you're a landlord anywhere in Canada, this is the type of event you want to go to. These are that you're going to be meeting the right people at this event. So yeah, super excited and looking forward to it. Yeah. And like something I just kind of want to highlight, you said there, Corey, that really struck with me is to succeed in this business. You need the people in your corner that are good with great skill sets, whether it be a realtor, a lawyer, a property inspector, mortgage broker. There's just so many facets to really succeed in this industry. You can't do it all yourself. So you need this team, this, this professional team on your side. And you brought another good point to that is asking the right questions and vetting the right people to be on your team. 
because unfortunately I've seen in the past and, and now I've been around long enough where there's people have come and gone that say the right things, say that walk the right talk, whatever it might be. And, but when it comes to push the shove, they're not providing the service needed and, and people have gotten burnt. And like we said, with the assets that cost as much as they do with real estate, you can't make too many of those mistakes. Obviously, you're not going to be in this industry for a very long time. So the team's really important, which I'm excited about what we'll bring together with this event to connect all these people together. Absolutely. And, you know, that's one of the topics we have at this event that I never even mentioned was build your power team in any market. Who do you need on it? Here's the thing. If you want to be an investor and you want to be successful, you can't do everything yourself. Yeah. You can't know everything. Like you can't have the answer to every question. Nobody does. But if you have the right people on your team, mm -hmm. you've assembled that together, you have a good relationship with them, you can do anything because that's really what the job of an investor is, is to have strong support all around. Yeah. hundred percent. hundred percent. Cool. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. In a the movie theater, like 300 plus people, I think we're working on some trade show booths as well. We've got some industry vendors coming in. So again, a great way to network, find great service providers to help you be successful. I mean, that's been, well... I can even explain a little bit about my journey to single key. Prior to this, I worked in telecom. I worked in TELUS for almost eight years and I wanted to make this my full-time thing. And, and one of the main sponsors I brought in first, it was single key. And two years of working with them, they came in 2020 and I eventually became a director with them last year. And it's just been, I think that's the power of these communities that you and I, uh, we both kind of help mentor online is there's so much flux and change in these industries. Having a cohort of like-minded investor and individuals especially across the country with your guys' group that you can ask questions, reflect on. I learned just as much, if not, I'd say probably more because I just, there's so many scenarios I would never personally come across that I get to learn from someone else explaining what's happened to them and listen to the community chime in and provide feedback to help them move forward. Wow. Thank you so much for making it to the end of this episode. I really appreciate it. If you haven't already, please check out singlekey.com. They are the main sponsor of this podcast. And simply put, it wouldn't be possible without them. We want your feedback. So again, if you haven't done that and you've probably already heard the plug, but send us an email at forrent at singlekey.com. We want it all. Comments, suggestions, lessons learned, anything that we can tie into this collective conversation with all these different perspectives to truly better the rental industry. We want it all. So let us know what you're thinking. We'll incorporate it into future shows. And if you haven't already and you want to, please subscribe to us and provide us a rating on your favorite podcast listening platform. We'll see you on the next episode. Thank you.